It's the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need to change. Good morning and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. Morning, Mucket. Morning, Mucket. Morning, Market Roundup with Chip Nellinger. Chip, man, looks like yesterday was up a little bit on a bunch of no news. So, kind of what do you make of that? And uh, how's this kind of no news situation we're headed to this week? How's that kind of playing out? Uh, yeah, no news is good news, right? That's what they say. Uh, kind of a weird day yesterday. You know, the wheat market uh, kind of got hammered, but corn and beans kind of held on their own. Um, you know, put a little bit of a bouncing in corn, especially pretty good closing corn yesterday, um, up about three, three and a half cents. Uh, beans were up seven or eight, couldn't hold them, uh, closed back near unchanged. I think a couple things going on. Number one, uh, first day of a new month. A lot of times the first, uh, you know, one to three or four days of, a, of any new month, it just seems like sometimes you get some, uh, some money flowing in on the long side, on the buy side from funds as they move some money around. I think that probably helped us. And, and also, you know, the wheat market uh, got beat up a little bit. And, um, you know, the news there was, I guess, lack of, uh, of confirmation that Russia is set to either tax or ban exports. And that disappointed the wheat market. And I think one thing, you hit the nail on the head, there's no news right now. Uh, the market is really waiting for this crop report next Wednesday, a week from today. Uh, it's going to be a huge one. They, they're kind of waiting on some harvest data. Uh, that's been slow because there's been some rain around, and now this hurricane's coming up. So uh, that's been kind of a slow start here as far as harvest goes. And it, it, when, when there's just no news, a lot of times spreads become front and center. And there's been a lot of speculative spreads, money flowing in that uh, is long wheat, short corn, or long wheat, short beans. And because of the negativity or the disappointment on a lack of confirmation, uh, you know, on the export situation out of Russia, they hammered the wheat market. So I think there was some spread unwinding. And, and the result of that is they unwind the positions. And to do that, they're selling wheat and buying beans or selling wheat and buying corn. So... In a day like yesterday, you a lot of times you search for an excuse on news, and really all it comes down to uh, is just a little bit of money flow and probably some spread unwinding, and that's about it. Same thing here today. You know, we're, we traded both sides of the overnight. We've been a little higher, a little lower. Wheat uh, is up some, but it got beat up yesterday, so it's normal that we have just kind of a turnaround Tuesday, so to speak, even though it's Wednesday, it's second you know, trading day of the month because of the holiday. Um, corn, and, corn and beans were higher in the overnight. Now they've turned back lower by a penny, penny and a half. There's not a lot of news there. Um, there's been a huge drop in the Argentine peso, their currency. What that has done is to the farmer there has really increased the price of corn and beans. And to the world buyer, it's decreased the price that they pay. Um, I don't think they have a ton of supplies out there, especially on the bean side, but they, they do have a few bushels of corn, and that seems like they've been moving a few bushels of corn, creating a little hedge pressure, um, and their corn prices have become pretty competitive with ours. Again, I you know, we 
it's not like they have unlimited supplies, but it is a little bit of a headwind. But the bottom line on this grain market is we got to get to next Wednesday, get the 12th out of the way, find out where the yields are domestically, find out what they do with world production and carry out, and then get this market kind of refocused on, all right, here's the crop size, here's what it looks like on the demand side, and um, at least they'll have uh, you know another piece of the puzzle when it comes to, to crop size here. So we may be stuck in the mud a little bit here for the next few trading sessions. Um, interesting thing in the cattle market as well, we had uh, uh, some good strength in the cattle market. Feeders were up a couple bucks, uh, strong clothes up, uh, you know, 120 to 140 in the live cattle. Not a lot of news there, uh, but again, I think it was just a little bit of first of the month fun buying. The funds have been kind of pouring some money in on the buy side in, in live cattle. I think you saw the benefit of that yesterday. Cash trade last week uh, on Friday was a little bit disappointing. It was down a buck to two. Um, we're right at the highs yesterday. If you look at a cattle chart, uh, either October cattle, December cattle, draw a trend line off the two most previous highs. We bumped right up against that. So we're, we're really threatening to break out to the upside, but we're kind of at a battle zone here that, uh, you know, we need to we need to resolve this thing. If we can't break through it, it's probably going to create um, some selling pressure here into the end of the week and first half of next week. If we can break through it to the upside, it, it may be enough to propel us another three to five dollars real quickly to the upside just on some additional buying momentum. So this cattle market uh, is getting set to move here. We're really at a, at a critical technical level. So that bears watching in the next couple of days. Um, maybe maybe live cattle should be our focus instead of the grain markets because grains may just be dead in the water here until you get this uh, report out of the way next week. I like it. So tomorrow we'll just talk strictly about live cattle. Let's do it. All right, there Let's you go. Let's do it. Forget the grain markets, man. They're boring. They're dead. Yeah. Let's okay. talk about cattle and hogs tomorrow. Who needs them, right? Yeah, who needs? I mean, yeah, who needs the grains? I mean, you gotta feed the cattle and hogs. I mean, I, right. I like, uh, I like grilling up cattle and hogs on my on my Weber. But uh, let's talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, that's a great plan. I like it. I like it. So while we're getting recipes gathered up, uh, guys, <laughs> if guys want to holler at you and get some more risk and management ideas from you, or have someone take a look at their uh, marketing plan, how would they do that? Yeah, best way is just call our office, 309-550-7213. Uh, you know, we joke, and it's, um, at least in the Midwest, if you're a row crop farmer, you're, you're uh, worried about harvest right now and getting ready for that. It's busy. Um, but, uh, you know, you should never put the markets or risk management or your marketing plan to the back burner. So, um, you know, give us a call. We'd love to chat with you. Yeah. Be uh, forward-thinking and not reactionary, right? Think about That's right. the future. That's right. That's right. You know, the, uh, a great quote, I love quotes. A great quote that I love is, uh, it's from Mike Tyson, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? So a plan in your head uh, is not worth very much. you got to write it down and be ready to execute it. And uh, sometimes uh, an extra set of eyes and ears watching that for you, pushing you along, can really um, turn into, you know, some money on your bottom line. Helps to take the emotion out of it. It helps. It's, it's hard to do, but uh, that's right. It, uh, it's a very emotional game that we're in. More emotional than ever because of all this political currency and political and trade wars. And it's, uh, it's a different environment than I've been involved in in a long, long time, probably ever. And I've, I got a 
little bit of hair left, some gray hair over here. Been doing this 25 years, and uh, this is about as difficult an environment as uh, I remember. That's the good thing about what you guys do at Blue Reefs is that you, you help take that emotional part out of it. You guys are just, you watch it, you help work that plan, and then you move forward. Yeah, and it's, again, that's easier said than done, and um, sometimes you just you need an extra set of eyes and ears. A lot of times that's that's what we are, um, is an extra set of eyes and ears to push you along, because there's only so many hours in the day, right? And right. Uh, even though things are getting automated and a lot of technology helping things uh, get easier, there's still only 24 hours in a day, and, uh, you know, especially bigger operations, you've got, you know, you got to manage labor and people and get to cross in, get to cross out um, on time, and there's not enough hours. The, the easy thing to put to the back burner is the markets, and that's usually the wrong the wrong thing to put to the back side. Yep. All right. All right, Chip, so what's that phone number one more time? Yeah, 309-550-7213 is our phone number. All right, Chip. Well, have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow, and be safe, buddy. Sounds good. Talk right. to you tomorrow. See you, man. Thanks, Katie. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you.